Did you know that video games can curb cravings? A university study revealed a 24% reduction in desire for their vice of choice, including overeating, smoking, or drinking, after playing a video game. You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode number 76. My name is Gareth Brody. I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. James Burks. How are you doing, James? Hello. I'm right, thank you. Good. Sam How are not, you? I'm, I'm good. I'm, you sound more upbeat it's than great, me. It's great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know what you're telling the truth. You're hiding a dark secret. I just don't know anymore. Don't know anymore. But one person I do know about, steady fast, on my virtual right, of course, is the one and only Mr. William Caruana. Have I got with the name, Richard, William? You know what? Very close. Very close. Perfect. Yeah. Ooh, it's getting better. By episode 145, we might have it. (laughs) Um, How are you, William? You all right? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. How's Toronto? Uh, It was cold and rainy yesterday. Uh, Not sure about today yet. Haven't really left the house. (laughs) Good. That's what I like to hear. What have you been doing, William? Well, because you haven't been on for a couple of months. What have you been doing? It's been a busy couple of months. Uh, I was, I've been finishing up my undergrad, and last Friday I finally, I finally did it. I've done. Congratulations! Yeah. All right, thank you. What now? Uh, now I'm gonna take a couple months. I'm gonna learn Jira, Confluence, a couple other pieces of software. And then it's looking like I'm off to community college for a graduate certificate in esports marketing and management. Brilliant. Great. And yeah, I'm hoping to produce games. So Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And, and market. Good. At least someone knows what they're talking about. James, what about you? What's your weeping like? That wasn't that wasn't a link to you saying someone <laughs> knows what they're talking about. Yeah, I've got a lot to live up to now. <laughs> I've been hanging around till Four in the morning watching wrestling <laughs> in my pajamas. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, I, watched, I think I watched about eleven hours of wrestling this past weekend. Wow! It was WrestleMania. Every um, week it seems to be WrestleMania. Well, this one was WrestleMania. Right. Every other week it's just low budget Japanese wrestling. <laughs> because why not? Why not? Why not? Um, but they had, I think they had twenty five thousand fans. WrestleMania. So it was the first real, you know, experience of proper wrestling. It, it, it makes such a difference having fans in there. Um, and it was, it was really good. Great atmosphere. Good. Even though I was in my room on my own, it was <laughs> a great atmosphere. Um, and yeah, um, apart from that, I watched an interesting film. Oh, yeah. If you're interested. Yeah. Um, it's called When Jeff Tried to Save the World. Oh. Have you seen it? I've heard of it. Tell us about right. it. Well, it, it stars John Heder, you know, from Blades of Glory. Yes. And Napoleon Dynamite. Um, Dynamite. That's the one. And he plays a manager of a run-down bowling alley called Winky's World. And, you know, money, money isn't coming in very fast. So the owners went to get rid of it. But Jeff's quite comfortable. He's the manager. He's quite comfortable in this routine of, you know, coming every day, cleaning the shoes, playing the arcade machines. So it's, it's going to be a big change for him. So he does whatever he can to try and save Winky's world from being shut down. Mm-hmm. And taking over, um, and it's a no frills 
kind of film. And then it, it it's a realistic take on, you know, adapting when life throws things up in the air. You know, when mm. it it's got a really good message to it because, you know, not all change is bad. So if he doesn't save it or he can't do it, you can always find source elsewhere. Is it know? a comedy? <laughs> No, no, it isn't. Oh, right, okay. I, I thought it would be with John Heather. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it plays a really serious yeah. role. Oh. It's, it's a really good drama. Will um, it, William, have you seen this? I, I'll be honest, this the first I've ever heard of it. Right. Well, it came out in 2018, apparently. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, no, I, I found it on Sky Cinema this week. Oh. It's interesting. Good. It's worth a watch. Yeah. I think you know you'll like it or not. John Gimwook. Yeah, that... definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. Um, William, anything else that you've got been doing this week? Anything fun? Yeah, it's it's been nuts week. So last Friday I finished my undergrad. Uh, last Friday was also my birthday. So ah, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. So, yeah, I, I had a nice celebration. And then... Uh, over the past week, both my parents got vaccinated, and then yesterday I got the uh, my brother and I we got the Pfizer. So ah, good. There you go. Number one done. We've, yep. all, we've one all had number two. one. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Well, talking of that, you two. Um, I live in London town. For the listeners, I won't give you my address. Um, and in London, you will take and. Uh, <laughs> We have, I've had my first vaccine, but we've got, we've got this new variant that's coming across from South Africa and it's hit London um, in three areas. And one of those areas is a postcode that um, is very close to me. <laughs> like if I went left out of my door, a hundred yards, I'll be in that postcode. So yeah. it's a bit like, do you know the division when you're playing in New York and you go, you <laughs> see, you see areas that you're not quite leveled up for. Yeah. It's a bit like that. I won't go into that area now. I won't go left. I'm going to avoid it for the next two months because I have to get tested. Um, so it's a little bit scary. Um, yeah. yeah. We're under lockdown here as well, and we are in the hot zone here. Almost all of Toronto is. Right, okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah, the South African variant in particular has been doing a ton of damage. Yeah. Uh, it's... Yeah, yeah. Uh, not not so much in terms of the death rate here, but the ICU uh, mm. numbers—they're really bad here. Yeah, not so good, is it? Um, we've all our shops are open this week, so I went I went and traded in some games for the first time. I had all these games lined up, ready to go back to the shop after a long time. That was quite. That was a day out. I had a little day out into the into the dark zone. Whatever you call it in the division, <laughs> I was fine. Um, but talking about games, let's get on to games. Let's talk about games. What have we been playing? Uh, let's start with William. What have you been playing? So I have been hopelessly hooked on Yakuza Zero. I've been hearing, "Oh, you need to play this." Whatever. I I take a look at the length, and I'm like, I don't have time for this. Now I have time for this, and of course I'm like, oh, this will take 30 hours. 55 hours later, I'm not even... I'm, what, chapter 11 of 17, 18? <laughs> because I'm just going to the casino, and I'm gambling, and I'm drinking at the bars, and I'm dancing at the disco, and I'm doing all this stuff. Like, in most games, I tend to ignore the side content for the story. You know, a lot of the side content is just fetch quests and uh, randomly generated quests and things. Every single piece of content in this game, side content, maiden content, has so much heart, has so much time put into it that I just want to see it all. Mm. And I haven't felt that outside of maybe, I don't know, Bethesda games. And even then with Fallout 4, they started the whole randomly generated uh, unlimited quest thing. But, like, I, I just really want to experience this and see more, and I am hopelessly hooked. 
And of course, there's like another seven to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've got a long way to go. You got the next year sorted out when you're there. It's just, oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, is that the one we played, Jones? I think we've played Yakuza. That's the only one we played, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah, it's when we started. Yeah. And then we found it's a bit long. Yeah. I don't know why. So I really enjoyed it when I was playing it, but I should go back to it maybe. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's great. I mean, the city's brilliant, isn't it? Just wandering around that city is great. Yeah, it, it's small, but it feels real in a way that a lot of places don't, you know. Yeah. Like, no, it's really good. And what has have you any? No, you both haven't played the new Yakuza, have you? The latest one that's come out. Uh, no, no. Uh, well, you're going to be getting to that, William, in 2028. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll admit I have my worries about that one, but uh, that's mostly just because I don't like turn-based con. Uh, combat. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. James, what have you been playing? Well, you know me. Yeah. I play a lot of the big games. <laughs> um, in, in all seriousness, the game I played this week, or today even, is well worth a look. It's Rain on Your Parade. Oh. And it's just oh, yeah. hit Game Pass today. Um, and right, bear with me here. You play as a cloud, a cardboard cutout cloud on strings that likes to be a little bit mischievous and, you know, cause trouble wherever it can. Um, basically, you go around raining on people, um, shooting lightning bolts, blowing things up, um, freezing things with snow, and causing wreckages with tornadoes. Um, it is just about causing pure carnage. And it's set up like a, um, almost like a, you have a you have a situation like a, at the beginning of the wedding, yeah, a wedding, and you have a yeah. challenge to that. You have to drown, you have to wet, soak 10 humans, don't you? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And the other ones, you've got to extinguish a certain amount of fires. Um, there's one when you're in a restaurant and you've got to fill um, glasses up with like sewage that you pick up from somewhere else. <laughs> right. So they're drinking sewage. Um, but more than that, there's quite a lot of pop culture references. Um, there's one that's a bit of a stealth scenario, very similar to Metal Gear Solid. So you, you get the whole radio. A message at the start, and then you go around avoiding people, and the whole feel of it is so Metal Gear. Um, then later on you've got a Silent Hill type one, and there's even a homage to The Office, which <laughs> I absolutely adored. It it's so much fun, and ah. um, it's on Game Pass. It's a, it's a winner. So free. There's hardly anything bad I can say about it. There you go. Nothing. Really. And, and we, we reviewed it on the site, haven't we? So who's reviewed it for us? I think it's. Yeah, Neil reviewed it. Yeah. And gave it a four and a half out of five. Wow. Wow. Good. Free on Game Pass today. It's a really good review. Yeah. It's a really good review as well. Really, exactly how I feel. Right. It's a brilliant review. Mm. All right. All right. Calm down. That's Probably it. the best. <laughs> <laughs> right um what have i been playing hitchhiker that's the first one have you heard of this you two i have not no um hitchhiker is a sort of a, a narrative story game narrative kind of adventure let's call it that and you you're in it's in first person and you basically go on a journey you sort of open your eyes and you're in a car and you're you've got a driver there and he's um driving you through a sort of desert and then it's quite a nice beginning you're in sort of silence you can sort of look around the car you can look at your hands you can look at the driver and then you start a conversation and you you like with the audience try to work out why you are here why you're in this car what you're doing and 
And then as you go through, you realize you're looking for someone. You're looking for someone who's close to your girlfriend. And then it goes mad. And so the story is over five different rides. So five different journeys. So you start with a one guy, and then you might go to a different location with someone else, different location with someone else. But there's five, like five chapters. But it feels very much like an episode of The Twilight Zone. Or something from David Lynch. Um, things get very surreal very quickly um, as you're driving along. Some of the um, dust balls starts following you, and they've got eyes in them for a moment. The language, this someone starts talking to you on the radio personally to you and giving you hints about what to do. So it becomes very odd, and you and this kind of journey. But what the game does really beautifully is the kind of visual style you have to you have these five main chapters and then you have these interludes which are like stories within stories so one of the one of the voice actors might just start telling the story and then the way that it's presented this story one's in sort of a hand-drawn animation style one's presented through if do you remember those magic view little hand projectors you used to have as a kid you used to press a button oh, yeah. And, yeah one of them is presented in that style so you see all these kind of images going through this viewfinder. And uh, yeah, and it's really clever. The animation's lovely, it's brilliant. The story's great, but the voice acting's top range, top of the, you know, it's brilliant, it does well. And it's good, it's a, it's a short game, two hours long, we'll get through it. I sort of recommend we're doing it a chapter a day because they're quite, you just have a lot to think about. If you like narrative, if you like story, like something different, give that a go, I think it's out soon the embargo is definitely finished i hope as i can yeah, today might be out today and 15 um but yeah that's really it's really worth a look at i really enjoyed that um hitchhiker nice william what's your next one uh sorry <coughs> oh no i've caught you in a bad time william you okay? Just need to clear my throat. It's all right, William. That's it. James, do something. Cover the cover the uh, moment. No, nope. Can I sing a song? Sing a song, yes. <laughs> there you go. Uh, William, are you back? <laughs> yep. Good. <I'm> here. <laughs> James covered it. No one would notice. It's fine. He sung something. <laughs> um, what have you got, William? Uh, so the other game I've been playing is Outriders. Uh-huh. Now I've been having a lot of fun with this one. The servers, I was having some issues earlier on with that. Uh, but I'm able to get them running now, which is great. Yakuza's take up most of my time, but Outriders I've been having. I've been having a lot of fun with them. I'm not into these sort of Lulu games. Avengers did nothing for me. Destiny does nothing for me. But I really do like this one. Why? I think, I think the gunplay is fantastic. I really like I, I like that it sort of feels like Gears of War, even though, you know, it isn't. Uh, cover is a far less viable way to play this one. But it's like it's it's just a really fun, fast, fluid shooter. And okay. I, I was actually part of the technical alpha for this. Yeah, I remember I, this, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think now the the non disclosure agreement should finally be up, I would hope. The game's out. <laughs> so uh, the thing is, I I finally caught up to where I was in that technical alpha, and looking at an overview for the game, I didn't realize I got over halfway through in that first weekend when I was playing. Wow. So, so now I'm about halfway through the game, I'm sort of taking it slowly but surely, I, again because I'm juggling a lot right now, but it's I'm having a lot of fun with it. Are you playing on your own? Uh, I am. Oh, okay, yeah. right. What's that like, William? Because I started the tutorial and I thought, oh, should I be playing with other people? Um, or is it okay to play on your own? Uh, it's okay. The only thing is you'll probably have to stick to a lower uh, world tier, as they're called. Okay. Because the difficulties go up from easy all the way to beyond impossible, apparently. So I'm on, like, world tier six or seven. Okay. It's... It's fairly manageable, but it's of course easier with friends. Yeah. So okay. make of that what you will. Yeah. Okay. Um, and James, you've been, have you asked, yeah, sorry, you've asked what um, character class you went with? Uh, I went with 
I don't know why the name escapes me. I went with the trickster one. So the one who can oh, yeah. uh, slow time, uh, teleport, nice and yeah. I think it is the trickster. Really? Yeah, right. is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a fun clip. Which one did you go with? I've used the Pyromancer and right. the Devastator, which is like the tank. But, um, yeah, I think I've created the fire one. I like burning things. <laughs> That's me. Good. Um, James, have you gotten to the servers again? Have you tried again once time? I, I uninstalled it until they've got their act together. Okay. Um, when I hear that people can play online together regularly with no issues, I'll uninstall it again. Right. It's a pain in the, pain in the backside of ours. Good. Okay. Um, James, you got another game in your head to, that you've been playing? Doesn't matter. A lot of hours into rain in your parade. Right. Um, <laughs> that's exhausted you this week. Can't do any more. Yeah, um, yeah that was just today. Um, <laughs> but I did play a little bit of Skyland, Heart of the Mountain, which is another Artifacts Monday game. Right. Which is like a hidden object puzzling adventure. Um, I want to tell you the story because I don't really understand it at the moment. <laughs> but it, it's your usual do a few mini games, piece together <clears throat> parts of the inventory, and just enjoy beautiful hand drawn visuals. It, it, there's nothing more to it than that. No. That's artifacts. It's, really, um, it's hard it to describe, isn't it, an Artifacts terrible. Monday, unless you played it. Yeah. And it makes complete sense. It's a bit weird. Yeah. Um, but the animations are really bad. Are they? It's so blurry. Oh, um, nice. But with your animation, it's great. Okay. It's beautiful. Beautiful artwork. Um, but I'll tell you more about it next week. Okay. I've finished it. Good. Um, the lot. Oh, sorry, William. What were you going to say? Oh, nothing. I was just saying that it sounds nice. Yeah, they are. They're really relaxing, those games. I got into them yeah. quite late. I really enjoy them. Um, I've been playing a game called The Dark Side Detective. Now, The Dark Side Detective came out on PC for a while now. It might be quite old, mm -hmm. three, four years. And it's. Uh, I've been playing it on reviewing it for the site for us on Xbox, but I'm also reviewing the sequel, which is coming out soon. Maybe it's the embargoes today. And What's that called? Oh, I've forgotten. Dark Side Detective, something like a fumble in the dark or something like that. I think it's called a fumble in the dark. Sounds right. Yeah. And Dark Side Detective is like an old-fashioned point-and-clicker. So think LucasArts, think Monkey Island. It looks like that retro kind of feel to it. And it so there's nothing new in how it looks or how it thinks. And the idea of the story is you're a detective in a sort of like... Um, a, a department that does that deals with the things occult or spooky. So you're on your own in this like police department, and you'll go out the case almost like the X Files. <laughs> you'll go out the case, and generally something would turn into like a ghost or a monster or a, or something strange that goes bump in the night. And it's very funny. It's really well written. It's really it's a really good. It's a, it doesn't take itself seriously. You know, you might be playing one case that you go into. Um, there's a kind of bonus episode when you go into a shopping mall to get some presents and then evil Krampus comes along and takes over the shopping mall. So you have to kind of get rid of that. Um, there's another one when you're kind of going into a library and once that goes back and, you and it becomes a ghost, ghost take over the library and you have to sort of like go, you know, like normal point and click, get an object here, take an object there, work it out, work the route through. Um it's good. It's really good. It's one of the best pointer clickers. It's really nicely done. I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it's it's always hard to go from PC to console with the controls. It takes a bit of getting oh, yeah, used to. Sure. Yeah, and I think it's always easier if you had a mouse, of course, with that. And and it's nice. Some of the you know we play a lot of point and clickers. Me and James, we review a lot. Don't we? Sometimes it's so obscure, yeah. and sometimes you have to look. I have to look for help after trying everything, and you go, I never would have got that. If I hadn't looked that up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. I, I, I reviewed the Leisure Suit Larry one, and there was something like, oh, you have to get a banana-flavored 
uh, a banana flavored condom, and you have to sh- shove a cucumber and a piece of cheese together, rat, trap the rat, eat the thing. Uh, and, and like it was so preposterous that I would never have thought of it. You know, yeah. I I had to use a guide. Yeah, you have to. You have to do that again. It's okay. As long as you don't use it all the time. It's very tempted to use it all the time, but it's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, but it's good. I recommend it. So they're, they're, they're both out at the moment. I think they're about 12 quid or something. So if you like an old point, you click and do it. Okay, we're going to move on because we've got quite a lot to go through. Now, Nintendo um, had their April Indie World Showcase. And yes. I, I don't think they... Did we know about that much in advance? It just feels like it popped up. Uh, a little under a day, I think. All right, okay. Typical Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but they, it's worth us having a little chat about because also people who have got the Switch will be able to play these games. But I think most of these games, I know some of them will come to Xbox as well. So mm-hmm. it's I reckon there's quite a few of them. Um, should I we mean, just... a few of them will be Xbox exclusive, like uh, Last Stop, and they'll be yeah. able to Switch too. Yeah. So, yeah. Should we go through a few? And I'll, I'll leave some. And if you can remember any ones you want to talk about, um, Oxen Free Two is the big reveal. I think. Um, I think Oxen Free I reviewed on the Xbox, yeah. and Oxen Free is a another point and clicker, a kind of story narrative point and click. Um, it's a really that's a really great game. I think I gave it four and a half. It's a brilliant premise it's kind of like these high school kids in the first one on a camping trip and then suddenly everyone disappears and it becomes like a ghost alien story that's really beautifully drawn and this is the sequel and it's set five years after the events of the original game um it looks good have you two played the first one by any chance james no no there you go i I took your recommendation to play it right and i ignored it Good, I like that. <laughs> uh, William, did you play the first one? Uh, I have not. No, yeah. I, I've heard of it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely... I have a massive backlog to begin with, but I'll I'll try and keep an eye out for it. I think it's on Game Pass, you know. It, it probably is, yeah. I think it's worth having a little go on Game Yeah, do it. Have a play there on Game Pass. It's good. Um... So that one's coming out. I don't know when that's coming out. I think it's 2021. Um, there's a little trailer for that. We'd have a look. Yeah. Then the next one, which I thought was quite interesting, the game called Road 96. Yes. And yes. it's a narrative adventure game, like a road movie. It's a hit, like Hitchhikers again. But the difference this time, the players will go through a procedural story with sort of thousands of different story branches. That will take you into different storylines. So you, you're from the trailer. It looks like you're just you're going to just meet variations of certain characters. It's like an it's like an altered universe, isn't it? Like um, different universes going on, different timelines, different timelines. Yeah, this mm. looks intriguing. What do you think? Yeah, I think the fact that there's thousands of different routes that you can take the narrative. That that really surprises me. Is that many? Mm. Um, as we know from most narratives, where you can alter things, it's very, very slight deviations. But in this, it looks like quite a lot can change. Um, was it one point where you're being chased by gunmen in yeah. the uh, trailer? Yeah, yeah. And this is just looks like some kid. It's been chased by a gunman. How did this happen? Where did we get to this? Um, but yeah, I, I'm really actually looking forward to that one. Yeah, and, and it does look interesting. Also, it's like yeah. it's, it's dealing with a kind of like a triple A concept, isn't it? And mm-hmm. and doing it as a kind of small indie game, which I really like. William, do you like the look of it? It, it looks very impressive. Uh, I will say. Sorry, please. It's all right. No, we like it. I like it. It's uh, feedback. It's feedback we're getting for the podcast, which I like. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think this is incredibly impressive if they can pull it off. I think yeah. I think I need to keep my expectations in line here, probably just expect a really good story, which it looks like they're delivering, because thousands of choices is a lot to promise. But if they can pull this off, 
it's you know, like this could be a real sleeper this year. Yeah. That sneaks up on people, you know, like Celeste arguably did, like Hades did, if you went probably early access. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think some of the choices will be like one of the characters has a different hat on. <laughs> I think that might, <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> but it I might. Mean, yeah. Probably, but... I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's exciting. We When's that coming out? Do we know? Is it sometimes this year, isn't it? I think. This year, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just coming soon this year, isn't it? Um, Oli Oli World, which is the <laughs> the skateboard game, skateboard series that mm-hmm. I've never played. So, have you two played these ones? I I reviewed it. Oh, I think. James, you're the expert. Oh, you're one. Over to you. Uh, well, if you let me finish, I only one I reviewed, but I don't remember reviewing it. I just know that I did. It can't be that good. Wow. Um, but I, I think it's just a really simplistic skateboarding game where you've got to stay on on track as in use the rails to navigate hazards, jump over gaps. It's the usual. And this one looks a lot more... There's uh, a lot more depth to it. Okay. And more options. Especially in the routes. Like, there's different routes you can take to get to the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think this one will get my interest a bit more. Have you played it before, William, the Oli Oli World? I have I've not. No. Uh, I, I know the game. What I found interesting here is uh, Private Division, uh, Take-Two, uh, 2K's uh, AA Division is publishing this, so it could see a budget increase. You know, these guys did Kubel Space Program. They did Elder... They published Elder Worlds, of course. They published uh, Ancestors. So, I don't know. Maybe they're getting a bigger budget for this. Yeah. So that's always nice. I think the yeah. other two are quite successful, aren't they? I think they've done well with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hindsight reveal trainer. Hindsight is... Um, uh, it's like a story. It's a narrative. It looks there wasn't much. It's a great kind of like voiceover in trailers. About an older woman reminiscing about a family, and it looks like you're looking at kind of objects from a past, and then you travel into her memories. And I mean, this looks like a game for me. <laughs> it definitely does. When there's not a lot of gameplay, it would just be sort of like picking things up and then just listening to narrative, which is which I always like. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a nice trailer. I really like the look of it. I like the animation. Sorry, William, what are you going to say? Uh, no, I'm just, I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah. I think it'd be a nice, yeah. nice thing. And then we've got The Last Stop, which is by the same kind of by Anna Perna. So, um, and The Last Stop is the game we saw recently with the um, that huge bloody long event thing on Twitch we saw that went on for about 10 hours. Four hour. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it came on and they showed a massive chunk of gameplay I think probably a little bit too much at that point um, but William you're really excited about this aren't you this is- uh, I am incredibly excited for Last Stop it's I'll admit this one sneaked up on me hmm. I I didn't recall it, any of the showings prior to that ID at Xbox event I had seen it but it didn't make much of an impression but once they showed that gameplay demo at the Xbox show it, it looked really good like really, really good. I I I love body swap fiction. I think three inter- interconnected stories. I believe Neil just did an interview with the guys behind this, right? I think he did, yeah. I think I, that's right. I don't know if that's live yet. That's, so yeah, I'm not sure it's done yet, but yeah, he will be there so very soon. Yeah, there's some sort of a junket. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, no, it it looks incredibly promising. And yeah, now it's coming to Switch. Which you know that's that's amazing to get the game out for everyone. I guess a slight hit to Xbox if you want to be the whole list war. Oh, Xbox has this exclusive, Nintendo has this exclusive, uh, Sony this one. But it gets the game in more hands, and ultimately that's pretty damn great. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's coming out in July now. James, what did you think of this? You because we were on the other side of it, William, weren't we, James? I think we were like I I saw it properly for the first time at the Twitch event and I was sitting there thinking 
if I was playing this, I'd just turn it off. <laughs> what they showed was a terrible advertisement for the game, I'd say. It was just too drawn out. And Do you think this was because we were like three and a half hours into this Twitch? Yeah, it didn't help. It didn't help. And would it be seeing no. this on its own in its own right might have helped the case for it a little bit? I don't know. I think it's too late. Okay. Don't be too I, harsh. It's not too late. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a very first impression kind of guy. <laughs> and my impression is I won't enjoy it. I think. In, in hindsight, I wish. I wasn't that kind of guy, but there we go. I'm going with William Sorry. with a glass half full. That's what I'm going for. I think it was going to be I'm exciting. To review. Yes. Whoever reviews it, be William, hopefully. Less than three and a half. I was right. Okay, good. July, we'll find out soon, William. July. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, and the other thing as well, yeah. I will say, uh, you know, for the part that they showed off, I thought it was. Uh, you know, at the last event and everything at the Xbox One, I thought, this looks really good. I love the story. I'm really getting the character stats. That there were a lot of quick time events. So I do hope that the gameplay is a bit more refined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll concede that. Now, the next one to chat about, because I was really interested with this, is it's a game It's called The Longin, and it's by a German developer mm-hmm. and Studio Sif, South, Sif. And it's a folklore kind of spy game, and it's about this servant of this kind of king who's underground, and he's he has to wait for four hundred days for the king to awaken from his sleep. And it's about what the servant does in that time. But this is the thing I think is the key thing: the game's played in real time, <laughs> uh, and you you have four hundred days before the king wakes up, and. <laughs> I don't think you have to play every day, do you, to see the ending, but you've got the option. You know, that's the thing. And every day you have, a, I suppose, different puzzles and activities to do. Um, but I suppose it's, like, the, 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 key, the key is, is it... Well, it's out now. We'll find out, maybe. Do, do you just do the puzzle for the day? Is it, like, your task for the day and that's it? This is going to be the thing. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think it's a case of that you'll either embrace it and try and find new things within the world all the time. Or what I might do is turn it on, get the clock counting down, and then wait for the days <laughs> to go back to it. Um, but I, I did read somewhere there's actual classic books in the game to read. <laughs> it's a great like idea. Dick. <laughs> it's a great idea. I mean, I'm just it's out now on Switch must be, isn't it? So we'll hopefully we'll see if it will William, do you like the look of this? Oh. Uh the one the one thing I will say is uh when when I was a kid I realized this and most people, you know, growing up with Animal Crossing, realize this. You can change the internal clock on your system <laughs> to travel forward in time. <laughs> so for Animal Crossing, they had to change that so it doesn't work on the system level anymore. I'm curious if these developers took this into account or if people are going to try and speedrun this game going, start it, okay? Wow. <laughs> set, yeah. set the clock to 400 days from now, beat it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a great concept, isn't it? Just like I, I love the idea of something that happens after that time. It's really good. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Um, <coughs> just briefly, I, I the only other one I had of meant of thing was Aerial Knight that looked quite good, which is a kind of free runner game, sort of stylized. I like the look of that. Um, I think the, um, the Tokyo one. Yeah, like Tokyo inspired. You sort of jump in through, like almost like a yeah. what's that motorbike game? <laughs> um, Road Rash? No. Tricks. Trials. 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 Yeah, trials. Remember trials? Oh, some weird right. um, <laughs> Yeah, that looked quite nice. That's coming out in May, May the nineteenth. Um, any, any? Have you got one game each? Anything else you want to talk about? You two? Have I missed anything? There's quite a few other loads of other good games that have got announced. One each. Uh, oh. team- 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or I guess uh, Hero Turtles for you guys. Uh, that's I, I I like the up games, and I love the pixel out of this. I'm not huge on the turtles, but this this looks really fun. Good. When that's coming out later this year, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on paper. Yeah. yeah. Um, James, you got another one there. Um, I quite like look of there is no game. Wrong dimension. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a point and click um comedy adventure. And it's gonna borrow a lot of let's say classic game tropes and put them into one game. But let me have a laugh. Um it looks it looks really good. Yeah. Mixing a few different styles. Yeah. It's point and click, so Good, some good games I, though. I've never heard of it. No? I've never heard of it before today. Yeah. It's some nice stuff there. I mean, it's great. It's good. Really interesting. It's got a lot of great indies. It's a great year for indies. As there's nothing it else coming is. out. <laughs> always is. And everything else is getting the done. The indies will never let us down. They won't let us down. Exactly. Oh, so, sorry. And you mentioned this as well. Uh, just because I scrolled to the bottom of the list. It reminded me. Uh, House of the Dead. It's back. It's back. Yes, that is the thing. House of the Dead. And it's coming I, to I love playing that. So, very happy to see that they're yeah. It's not only back to be making it. That's that's wonderful. Good, good. Um, all I remember is dirty arcades playing that drunk. That's all I remember that game. Um, good. Let's go through some other news uh, briefly. Um, what's going on with PlayStation now? What do you know? Look, there's a lot going on at PlayStation. Turmoil at PlayStation. We've heard. It's it. It's been a rough, rough, rough uh, week. It's been a rough month, arguably, for PlayStation fans, mm. you know. And, uh, you know, they le- they went out of the gate with so much momentum this generation, you know. But Xbox has been making up a lot of ground, in particular in this sort of lull period between major releases. And the problem is... Things are starting to come out about PlayStation and the current leadership there. And I'm not going to say that Jim Ryan, the guy who's handling this, is wrong or is bad or anything. He's just got a very different perspective than than Sean Layden, who preceded him, did, who then Phil Spencer has. And now that the competition is a lot more fierce than it was in the last generation, where Nintendo, with the Wii U and the Xbox One, sort of stumbled out of the gate, uh, these issues are becoming a lot more apparent. Right. So the difficulty is what PlayStation want. What PlayStation has been doing is their whole stick now is. We want to be the place with the best games. We want the big AAA blockbuster experiences, $70, the ones that you sit back and go, I I have massive fear of missing out here. I need to be part of this. I need to play these. And it's been having an adverse effect on some of their other studios. Jason Schreier reported on this. So Japan Studio, who was responsible for Eco, Shadow of the Colossus, Gravity Rush, Knack, they're gone. Uh, the only the only part of Japan, stu- like even the director of the Demon Souls remake, who worked at Japan Studio, has been fired. Right. The only the only people left there are uh, Team Asobi, who did uh, uh, who did Astrobots and Astro's Playroom, which, mind you, is a fantastic game. I love that game. Mm. But you know, this very diverse studio, Loco Roco, Patapon, uh, Ape Escape, they're gone. Bend <laughs> uh, Studio, the ones who made Days Gone, for a while they would have a rough go of it because they wanted to make a Days Gone too. You know, I believe that they had set the table for that. I don't know, I haven't beat Days Gone yet. But that, that game didn't review so hot, but a lot of fans loved it and it seemed to sell well. But Sony said, you know, Days Gone Two, that's that's out of the picture. We aren't gonna we aren't gonna approve that. What we want you to do is we want you to work on the Last of Us factions, and we want to, you to make us an Uncharted Five. And it's like, I love Uncharted. Mm. Uncharted Two is one of my favorite games. It, I cannot, it, I cannot uh, overstate the influence 
that that had on me, understate the influence that that had on me. It's a wonderful game, but they don't, from the sounds of it, they didn't want to bloody make it. But they were sent back going, well, Days Gone sold really well, but didn't sell as well as Uncharted, so go do Uncharted. Mm. And finally, there was a brand new studio in San Diego that they were building up. And uh, this studio was uh, part of the visual arts support group, I believe, or VASG, uh, according to Jason Schreier. And these guys, they wanted to make a remake of the first Uncharted. But Sony said, the first Uncharted is too old to remake. It's going to cost us too much money. Remake The Last of Us, which, mind you, is a game that plays and looks perfectly bloody fine on the PS3, let alone the PS4 and 5 at 60 frames. And so they were working on Last of Us remake. And then Sony went in and said, no, you're spending too much money on this, and then gave it to Naughty Dog. So now Naughty Dog has to put part of their staff on this bloody remake of a game that everyone's already played. So they're doing all of this, and meanwhile, at the same time, they're pulling the stores for the PS3, the Vita, and the PSP offline. And so PS3 games, they pulled the updates by mistake. So if you go and buy a used copy you can't get the updates for some of these games now. And these are big games like the new, like the most recent Twisted Metal. Mm. So if you buy a copy and you can't update it, you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. Or, and it, it's just the culmination of all of these things, shutting down studios, forcing studios on projects they don't want. Uh, at least for Bend, they're finally making a new IP. They got taken off of Uncharted last month and someone else will make it, which, you know what, great. But when you compare this to Microsoft, who seems to be making all the right moves right now, you know, they're buying Bethesda, they're investing a ton in Compulsion, Obsidian, mm. uh, in Exile. They're at 23 studios. They're really big on back compat. You know, you have FPS boost, auto HDR, whereas mm. Sony is pulling updates for their own games. It's just really a bad look, right? I and mean, the, the Last of Us remake is the weirdest thing ever in the world that you're we're absolutely right it's something that no one needs or wants it's fine it looks fine it looks fine you had a remaster of it it's fine and also you've got a tv series coming out at the same time that's going to come out telling the same story which is why i think they they which is why they're going to do it yeah yeah but like an uncharted remake is not a bad idea i I love uncharted but really the series the series as we know it kind of started with two you know mm. the bigger focus on mm. the adventures everything else uncharted one was sort of a gears of war clone mixed with a uh tomb raider clone mm. it's it's i love the character of nathan drake i and elena and sully of course and the story's good but uncharted one is dated in a way that two and beyond aren't so if there's any game that would benefit from a remake that could quite easily sell and justify the price. It's Uncharted 1. Mm. They're making a whole new Uncharted movie with uh, with Tom Holland mm. and Mark Walt next year. Like, why why are they remaking The Last of Us? Mm. I'm through. Yeah. Well, not a great time for PlayStation at home. Um, I mean, they can turn it around. Returnal's coming out in a couple weeks. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's just... It's reminding me a lot of the arrogance we saw in the PS3 days, the early PS3 mm. days from that, or the mm. early Xbox One days of, we were so successful, and anything we do is great in the competition, we don't have to worry about them. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah. That's a dangerous month. Especially yeah. dangerous, especially dangerous Xbox, and with that, with with their buying the studios and the, the game pass, is, yeah. is, you know, this year already, you know, there's nothing coming out, but this year already... You know, in in a, in a space in the month for them to have on Game Pass Outriders, and that and baseball it, game that's huge in the states, yeah. and that we all want to play. Sony developed. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to even get that. Yeah, the Sony it's, releasing a game, whether or not they have saying is another matter on Game yeah. Pass, where you have to pay seventy bucks on <laughs> PS Five. Like, yeah. you can't make this up. No, no, it's amazing. Yeah, interesting. Really interesting. Um. This, we just before we came on here, the the Formula One game by who does the Formula One games? 
the uh, uh, Codemasters. 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 They just uh, they, they've announced their new Formula One game, which is coming out in July, I think, isn't it? July the twenty something. July sixteenth. Sixteenth. Thank you very much, Joe. Um, mm-hmm. But they're introducing a new story mode in it. Nice. Uh, like um, the journey in FIFA, or like the Madden one, which is called I can't remember what it's called. Um, that's uh, yeah, William. You said nice first of all. It's a good, good idea. Yeah, I mean, I think you know this is a natural evolution of where to go next. Uh, you didn't hear this from me, but according to some industry insiders uh, and job postings, they were digging is done on the forums that I'm on. Uh, Forza's gonna be taking the same route, possibly. So I think mm. I think it's really cool. You know, yeah. and uh, Codemasters got bought out by EA recently, so the hope is that you know they just leave them alone and give them some more money. Yeah, yeah. James, you'd be interested in doing the story of a Formula One driver. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the uh, the cut scenes where Messi turns up <laughs> and promotes FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> if it can get me out of the pits, that's that for that story. Because that's as far as I've got with the Formula yeah. One game. I can't get out of the pits. Just can't work well, it out. I, I do like the fact that, as well as the story mode, they have got a proper, proper career mode, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's a, big, it's, it's a big old game, I'm, isn't I'm it? And two players. Oh. So that would be interesting. Yeah. No, it's good. It's not for me, that game. I'm not that well, I'm not very much skilled in that, but I think it's a, it's a big, very yeah, popular no game. No arguing with it. No arguing yeah. <laughs> Um, good Formula One. We just heard about that. Another thing that we just heard about before we came on was Ubisoft have um, announced that they're doing the Ubisoft Forward, and their date is June the twelfth. I'm just saying dates now. I've got nothing written down. Yeah, June the twelfth, twelve p.m. Uh, Eastern. If I if I recall correctly, it might be Pacific, but yeah. And this is in the this is in the E3 online week, isn't it? Yes, right? yeah. three is from uh, the 12th to the 15th, yeah, and right. I guess Ubisoft is kicking it off this year. Um, what have we got? What do you think we're going to get from them? What we, what we, what are we hoping for? What could happen? I mean, we know about Far Cry 6. That's going to... That's something yeah, we know. Far Cry 6 is a given. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we haven't heard anything on Riders Republic after they delayed that. That one looked pretty fun. Oh, yeah. I forgot uh, about that. Yeah. Uh, there's the Prince of Persia remake that was delayed indefinitely recently that might re-emerge here. We've got that. Skull and Bones and Beyond Good and Evil, mm-hmm. if they ever escape the development of hell they're in, we'll get Skull, to Skull and Bones. That's, that's, Jake, that's James's winner. He's loved that game from the beginning. It's not hard since day one. Remember when Skull and Bones was going to kill Sea of Thieves and Sea of Thieves was dead on arrival, yeah. people were saying? Oh. Now... The yeah. uh, Sea of Thieves is three years old. It has twenty-two million players, and we still haven't played yeah. Skull and Bones. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, one day. What else could we have? What other possibilities are in there? In, um, I can't could, imagine. Could that... you tease the new Assassin? They could, could you tease it. Could tease. They're not going to do one this year, are they? They're probably going to. I mean, no. they, haven't, they haven't said no to that, but uh, it's it's fairly unlikely. But maybe, maybe, yeah. 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 I mean, it's a little where it is. Yeah. I mean, they're just interesting enough. The new um, people who are waiting for the new DLC for Assassin's Valhalla, the Wrath of the Druids expansion in Ireland, that's been delayed from the end of April now. It's, it's mid May, I think, a couple of weeks later. So they probably won't get through the D- DLC to the end of the year. Yeah. So I doubt there's going to be another Assassin's, but you never know. Yeah. yeah. It will be updates to the ongoing games. And then uh, Rainbow Six. Oh, yeah. Rainbow yeah. Six Quarantine, which is probably the worst name for a game ever right now. I think they've changed it internally to Parasite, but we should hear more on that, I hope. Okay, you know. good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, I'm sure there's... There'll be some more of our games. Some, there'll be a few more of our games that we don't care about as well. <laughs> be Just Dance. Just yeah, just dance. Yeah. and then the division developers—they're doing a game through Avatar and they're doing a game through Star Wars. 
Now, I think Avatar's probably going to be next year with uh, Avatar 2, if that ever bloody comes out. And, do you but, th- yeah, we could see one of them. Do we, what do we think? Do you think maybe Division 3? Uh, I, I don't think Division 3 is coming anytime soon. Oh, okay. I believe Division 2 was sort of internally a disappointment for them. And Massive, they're doing the Avatar game and they're doing the Star Wars game. So they're very, they're very busy there. I don't okay. think... Another studio could take on uh, Division 3, I suppose. Uh, Toronto tends to inherit the third installments of things. Like, they they did Watch Dogs, they did Splinter Cell, they're doing Front Cry because the other studios didn't want to do it. Right. So, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Um, another bit here, Age of Empires. Cause we had Paul Richard last week was really looking forward to Age of Empires 4 reveal. Did anyone see this? Did anyone watch this? Um, I did. Oh, did you? What, do you, what, what happened? It, is it coming to console? That's what Richard was no. hoping. No, okay. No, it's not coming to console. And like, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm working on a pitch that I'm gonna deliver to Neil about this because it's such a weird position for Xbox that one of their biggest studios is not is making games for PC but not console. Mm. Like, and I get it with age because it's. I don't know if you guys have played the others. It's it's complicated. It's not something that can easily go to console. But when things like City Skylines, mm. Delirious, etc. can go, yeah. if you find the right port studio, you can make a console version without sacrificing the core PC experience. Yeah. You know? I think City it's Skylines like just, is a really good example of that. It really works, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but... All things considered, it looks good. It's coming this holiday, apparently. Remedy, Remedy, sorry, Relic, they're a good dev. Uh, Sega owned. Uh, they supposedly have a no crunch policy, so that's really cool, too. Good. But, yeah, no, g- game looks good. Good. And okay. we, console players, eventually get to play it. Yeah. And we haven't heard anything about Flight Simulator yet, as well, for the summer. We know it's coming in the summer. Yeah, flight sim is so so good oh. but it, it it throttles my pc and my pc is powerful so. <laughs> it's going kind of, yeah it's not going to be on the xbox one is it i can't imagine that ever oh, oh god no no yeah. if it goes to the xbox one it's either going to run at five frames per second or they're going to have to find some <laughs> x cloud magic workaround yeah yeah. We promised you a flight simulator. Here's Microsoft Flight Simulator <laughs> yeah. X from 2006. <laughs> there you go. This is what you wanted. <laughs> um, right, finally, before we go, what are we looking forward to next week? Uh, James, I'm going to start with you because you've always got something for this. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it? Um, nothing. Nothing. You've got nothing to look forward to next week. More, more wrestling. More wrestling. Hey. Uh, William, what have you got? Uh well, I I am curious about this, and by the time uh, people are listening to this, this will have already happened, but uh, a Resident Evil event is happening in a couple hours. Yeah. It's mostly going to be on Village. Now, I, I will admit, Resident Evil is another blind spot. I haven't played any of these games. I have the remake of the first. I'm going to jump into that after Yakuza 0. But the thing is... Uh, Capcom is teasing that they will have some extra surprises at this event. Uh-huh. So, knowing Capcom is probably just going to be a beta of the multiplayer that no one plays, but <laughs> everyone's going, Resident Evil 4 remake, Resident Evil 4 remake, they're going to show the Resident Evil 4 remake, and I'm really interested to see what that looks like if they show it, so yeah. that would be amazing if they did. <laughs> I think I heard about Resident Eight Resident Evil Eight or Village is that they're gonna you've got cooking in it now you can cook things, hunting yeah, and cook hunting and cooking yeah, yeah. Is, it feels like it's a bit more open worldy than normal it sounds yeah yeah um, well they go on the survival I guess which is which is cool you know it's a survival horror genre yes yeah, that's yeah. The point um, yeah. I'm looking forward to which we talked about briefly the show the the baseball game that's coming out on Thursday I did I just really want to play that. Don't know why. I'm, I've probably only played it for an hour, but I'm just curious that I've heard so much about this game. Get to finally play it for mm-hmm. free. I think I'll play that as well. Play, we'll play it uh, together. My brother is super excited. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what do you want you say? 
Uh, my brother's very excited for that one, and I and I I like the series as well. I'm just quite bad at it. <laughs> yeah, I think what I will be. So. I'll be as well as usual. Right, you two. Thank you very much. Now, if we need to find you, where would we find you, William? Where would we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at William J Caruana. Now that said, I don't post much these days. Twitter's starting to get to my psyche, but yeah, I, I'm there every odd now and then. Great. Yeah. Um, James, what about you? Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at LKGKO, and you can hear my thoughts on wrestling, K-pop, and strange snacks. <laughs> what more could you ask? It's good. It's a good listen. I like it. And you can find me <laughs> at GB Brady on Twitter and Twitch. But for now, gentlemen, thank you so much as always, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. All right. You've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.